another week, another inspirational story. This week on The Winner's Paradigm, we have John and Mark Cronin. These individuals are amazing. They started their own company, John's Crazy Socks, to help out people with differing disabilities, in which John actually helped create the idea himself on how we can be employed. It's a tremendous honor to be able to learn from other people and see how they overcome adversity, accomplish their goals. You're going to want to tune in if you want to learn how to build that resilient mindset and get to that next level. Let's get this, guys. Have you ever wondered why winners keep on winning? When you look at those people and all they seem to do is win, when they find ways to win, when things get tough, that's the winner's paradigm. The winner's paradigm is simply recalibrating your mindset so you can achieve everything you dream of, your definition of success in life. On this podcast, we interview those winners. We ask them how they got their wins. We talk about trauma. We talk about adversity. We talk about work ethic. We talk about lessons learned. So you guys can have those tools to be able to recalibrate your mindset. My name is Alundis Havens. I am your podcast host and the founder of The Winner's Paradigm. I'm going to be taking this to new heights so I can be able to show you guys exactly what it looks like when you detail your journey and be able to get those answers from people who have been there and done that this is the winner's paradigm let's get this perfect well mark and john thank you so much for coming on the show today i'm a huge fan of your guys's company i myself ordered some socks like i was telling you before we started here um i bought my wife five pairs or it was a package excuse me five pairs of friends socks i watched it you know four times not my choice but i love friends now so how to get her the socks i bought guns and roses socks myself i was like i have to have these um, so I really enjoyed learning about you guys. Now I get to have you on the show. So thank you again. Would you please give us a brief introduction of who you guys are, how you got started, and just let us know about your amazing mission. Well, first, thank you so much for thank having so us much. on your show. We really appreciate it. And thank you for the support. Thank you for buying some socks. It's great. I appreciate it. You like you. hearing that his wife likes friends. So you were a friends fan? Yes, I am. Friends fanatic? Yes, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> there you go. I love Joey. <laughs> he he's a big fan of Joey, and and I have to tell him from time to time, Joey is not your role model. <laughs> you want to introduce us, buddy? Sure. My name is John. Get my poem. My name is Mark. We are John Crazy Socks. John's Crazy Socks. What's our mission? Spreading happiness. So we hope to bring a little happiness to your podcast today. Um, so you asked about how we got started, right? Yes, Origin sir. stories matter because that's where we get our DNA, right? That, Absolutely. Everything comes from that. So we just celebrated our fifth anniversary. Um, oh, that's incredible. You got to go back a little more than five years. And our story starts in a small log cabin in the woods. No, not really. It, it starts in suburban New York City, in the suburbs of New York City, on Long Island, in a town called Huntington. And where were you, John? I, I was in Huntington High School. I was I, 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 I in school. He's, John's in his last year of school. Now, here's something for your listeners to know about John. He's an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, an athlete, a, a dancer, a lover. But on top of all those things, or in addition to that, John happens to have Down syndrome. Any, if you are in school anywhere in the United States and you have what's considered a disability, 
you can stay in the public school system until you turn 21. And that's a great thing because all your services and programs are right there. Mm -hmm. Once you turn 21, what are they saying to you? Get out. You're on your own. It's often known as the 21-year-old cliff. So John is in his last year of school trying to figure out what am I going to do next? And what were you looking at? I look at job, program, and school. I don't like that I've got your life. He didn't say anything he liked. And this is an unfortunate reality for people with differing abilities. Fewer than one in five people with a disability are employed. But John here, he is a natural entrepreneur. If you didn't see a job you wanted, what do you say? I said, I want to create one. I want to make one. And what would you tell me? I want to go to bed with my dad. And nice fathers have been together. He comes his dad. Let's go into business together, which is so cool. And I'm a very fortunate man, right? I've got three sons. John is the youngest of those three. And this is one I can work with. So (laughs) this was going to be good. Right. That's awesome, brother. And so then we had to come up with an idea of what would we make? What would we sell? What was one of your ideas? A food truck. A food truck. I I come an idea from the movie Chef and John Farrow. The the movie about a father and son buying a food truck. And we thought this, well, this could be fun, right? And we great idea. What could we make? Where would we sell it? But we ran into a problem. We can't cook. Yeah. We can't cook. That's me. (laughs) There goes the food truck. But then, right before Thanksgiving in 2016, John had his eureka moment. I did. I want to stop crazy socks. Why socks? It's fun. It's colorful. It's creative. I always say it be me. We used to drive around looking for crazy socks for John. So he suggested this. And we figured, you know what? If John loved these socks that much, surely other people would too. We could go and find our tribe. So we went the lean startup route. We bootstrapped and said, let's get something up and running and we'll see how customers respond. So John already had the name. Yep, I got got a name, I got a website, I got an idea. We built a website on the Shopify platform, got a little inventory, and the only marketing we did was to set up a Facebook page. And when you're bootstrapping, you got to make do with what you have. So I would take out my cell phone and we made videos. And who was in those videos? I am. I'm talking about socks. Socks, socks, my socks. And we noticed something. Those videos, they began to spread. People were sharing them. So we opened on December 9th of 2016. We didn't know what to expect. And we were very fortunate. We got a flood of orders the first day, or certainly felt like a flood of orders. We got 42 orders. And That's good. Most, of them, most of them were local, right? Which made sense. He's in Huntington High School. We lived there. We're in temporary office space. What did we decide to do with those first? I hope to have Home deliveries. So we got red boxes. We put the socks in the box and we looked at it and said, you know, it needs something else. So what else did you put in? I put in a digging note, candy, and socks. And we loaded up the car and drove around and John knocked on doors delivering these socks. 
We were out sometimes at 1030 at night and he's knocking on doors saying, is this John with your socks? And, and how the customers respond. A couple loves it. They took a photo and took a pictures and sent on Twitter media. I went again, I said. We had customers ordering again just to get John to come back to their door. So by doing, and by just going out and testing it, we learned some things. One, One people want to want buy socks. Want to buy socks. Right? And two, people want to buy socks for me. Want to buy from John. Yeah. Right? They're related to John. They like that personal touch of the thank you note and the candy. They like the fact we had already pledged 5% of our earnings to the Special Olympics because you're a Special Olympic athlete. Yeah, they am. And something that surprised us, we got a very emotional response from people because they were inspired by seeing a young man with Down syndrome start his own business. And, and the other thing, you learn by doing. So we learned that this young man. And this is old man. And this old man, we could sell socks. Yeah, old. So, so that's how we got started. And, and it's been a wild growth since then. Because then when we started, just the two of us, we had all the socks we had, we could put on one table. Today, we have over 4,000 different socks, which makes John here the owner of the world's largest sock store. That's right. It's very that, that is incredible. I will say one thing, though. I love your guys' socks, but there was too many options for me. So that's when I seen that <laughs> Guns N' Roses. I said, this is my favorite. I'll take this. <laughs> I said, I'm no longer I, looking. I, 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 I. I, I if you want and uh, I, I, I if you want uh, I I have I have pretty suggestion um maybe I I um I one one of my favorites of uh, one of my favorite is I I'm down it from superhero sock. You want everybody to wear that sock, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is it's actually a challenge, right? On the one hand, we want to offer the greatest possible selection to people. Absolutely At the same not. time, you don't want people to get lost. So we're exactly. always working on ways to organize the site and make it easy to find what you want. You know, with a At strong search capability and collections and gift boxes and recommendations. Uh, plus, we have a socket of month club. Yeah. So you don't have to do anything. You just sign up and each month you get a fresh new pair of socks in the mail and you love it. It's great. I might have to do that and, and sign it up for my wife because she's the sock person. She's getting me into it now. So now I got like the Joker socks and <laughs> I switch all these different socks now and I don't even care. Mix and match, you know, and I'm happy. Before, before it was Ninja Turtle. I had Ninja Turtle socks that my, <laughs> my younger brother gave me in, uh, in like seventh grade. They fit me all the way till I turned like 20. And it was like, those are my go-to lucky socks. So I love how you guys say that. It's like, I would always have them on. I actually was in the military. Um, I was supposed to be wearing my uniform black socks. Yeah, I didn't do that. I wore the Ninja Turtle socks. I wanted to make sure that I could be there, you know, look good, feel good. Well, they were good luck for that time. That, that's part of what happens, right? It's what John said. They let me be me. They, we all wear uniforms 
you know, it might be a suit and tie. It might be, uh, you know, khakis and a, and a polo shirt. But you get to express yourself with your socks. You get to show a little color, a little personality. And it can vary. Like, you know, my, my partner here, he wears different socks every day. But what pair do you wear every Saturday? I poopy emoji socks. Poop emoji socks. <laughs> You know, there's no explaining this. <laughs> That's a good tradition for Saturdays. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, f- I find it inspiring that you guys are able to take, you know, and, and say, hey, you know, John in, in America, and that and that's the downside, you know, as they say, it's a disability. It's not, you know, you guys have definitely used that, expanded up. I learned that actually um, while I was in high school as well. I made a friend, he had Down syndrome. And this guy was probably one of the funniest guys I've ever, ever knew. And he would spend hours on his phone just looking at memes. And then I gave him my phone number. So he would text me, you know, 27 times that night, but it would just be <laughs> meme. And I'm laughing the whole night, you know, never got anything done. I see him at the next day at school. He's yelling. I'm like, how you doing, Paul? And he's going on his tangent about what, you know, whatever he was thinking that day. And it was awesome because he always came happy. You know, he would go into it into the conversation and he would be showing me these memes and I'm like, you got me beat. Now I'm going to start stealing these from you and using them myself. (laughs) So I just wanted to say thank thank you guys. Well, it's part of what we share with folks, right? Don't, Don't ever be blinded by somebody's limitations. Just be awed by the possibilities. Look what people can do. And I don't care if you're talking about somebody with a different ability or I if you're coaching a basketball team, right? Look at the strengths of your players. Play to their strengths. It's uh, and we're fortunate to get to do what we do. Absolutely, and I know earlier you guys mentioned, you know, part of your business, you like hiring people with disabilities. You know how how has that changed your business? Because I know you said it's been amazing there, but just from the human perspective as well, you know that definitely shows how great you are as people your mission, your opportunity to be able to help. And, and it just shows, you know, the true character of who you guys are. Well, we will put this in some context, right? We've created a slightly different type of business model. It's a social enterprise. So we have both a social and a business drive and they're indivisible. They feed off of each other. And overall, everything we do is designed to do what? We're spreading happiness, right? Everything is about spreading happiness. But a big component of that is showing what people with different abilities can do. So first, we start with John. Yeah, John's got Down syndrome, but we don't put him in the back and keep him out of the way. He's the face of the business. You're the spokesperson for the business, right? right? We hire people with different abilities. So we've been very fortunate. We created 31 jobs. 22 of those are held by people with different abilities. And then we want to show the world. So we create content that we share on social media. We host tours and work groups from schools and social service agencies. And with the pandemic, we've moved the tours online. So we've had classes from around the world come and visit our business where students, particularly students with different abilities, can see, oh, I can work. Oh, there are things I can do. We take on speaking engagements. 
So before the pandemic, we crisscrossed Canada, the US, Mexico, speaking before conferences and you know, social service groups and corporations. You know, 5,000 people at a Microsoft conference in, in uh, Las Vegas. And we do advocacy work. So we'll work with legislators to stand up for the rights of people with different abilities. We've testified twice before Congress. We've spoken at the United Nations. Uh, yesterday, we were on the phone. We're planning an event at the state capitol in Albany in New York. Um, that's awesome. And all that rolls up. I mean, that's essential to what we do. So then when customers support us, they know they're helping us hire people with different abilities. So it creates customer experiences. You're not just buying socks, you're making a difference. And that becomes a shared experience. We're all in this together. That, that is awesome. And that brings to another point exactly what I wanted to talk about was, you know, how was it when you guys did have to testify those two times with Congress in fighting for it, you know, and being able to do your part, you know, and helping people with disabilities? What was that kind of experience like? That was pretty awesome, huh, John? Yeah, Dad. You know, first, John gets dressed up in a suit. You like get dressed up sometimes. Right? I do. You look pretty sharp. Um, and, and what an awesome compliment that we got to do that. You know, the first time we were invited to speak before the, the House, the, the House Small Business Committee, um, and, and we were on a panel. There were two CEOs from two different advocacy groups. And it was a CEO of, uh, of an employment group, and then John and me. And you notice there, John was the only person with a different ability who was testifying. So who do you think was the star of the show? Who had the biggest? John, John right? Mm -hmm. um, and it works at a number of levels. We've been so fortunate with the business we have and the platform it's created because people are willing to listen to us. But then that creates an obligation on our part to make the most use of that. So you know, we get that opportunity to go speak to Congress or meet with legislators. And, and that's really important to us. And at the same time, you know, we're human. I'm sitting in the US Capitol next to my son. And we get to do something like that. That's historical. How awesome. How wonderful. Right, buddy? Yeah, Dad. Did you like doing that? I love it. And then you went back again and we meet with legislators and um, it's very cool, isn't it? It's pretty cool. Yeah. That is incredible. Again, you know, your guys' story, what you're doing, you know, and, and giving back there. And, and I also find it amazing, John, that you're in Special Olympics as well, brother. So you, you've inspired me so much, you know, briefly talking with you, learning about you. How was that experience, you know, with the Special Olympics and continuing, you know, advocating, showing people that they can do whatever they dream of? Well, when did you start? How old were you when you started with the Special Olympics? I, I started, I, I, I started, I went at five years old. Started playing soccer when he was five. 
And so actually tomorrow is John's birthday. You, how old will you be tomorrow? 26. So today is John's last day ever as a 25-year-old. Happy early he's birthday, playing, brother. He's been playing Special Olympic sports ever since then. And we like to say, we acknowledge that if there was no Special Olympics, there'd be no John's Crazy Socks. Um, and number of our colleagues our Special Olympic athletes, a number of us have coached in it. So anything we can do to give back, we do. So um, we pledge 5% of our earnings, 5% of our sock of the month. But tomorrow, on John's birthday, he's like a hobbit. Um, he gives things out on his birthday. So for every order we get tomorrow, we're going to donate another dollar to the Special Olympics. And tomorrow and on Saturday, you have a special Olympic meet, right? What are you competing in? A snowshoe. So he's got a snowshoe races on Saturday morning. And the end of the month is the New York State Winter Games. I'm so excited. And so you're going to compete in, in snowshoe up there. Plus, they've asked the two of us to MC the opening ceremonies, which is so cool, right? Right, Dad. You like this? I love this. And, and here is a very neat thing. So John here, our, our company, has now donated over $100,000 to the Special Olympics, which is more than any Special Olympic athlete has ever done. How cool is that? We're so that, fortunate to be able to get to do this. Th that is amazing that you guys are able to actually do it. One, continually keep giving. Uh, I'm inspired. You know, you guys definitely show that there is no limitations to anything. You execute it. You know, you plan it. John came up with this great idea. You know, that that's it. And I really love, you know, like when you were saying the origin story, going to people's houses, building that rapport, you know, John's the spokesperson. People are going to gravitate and say, he's doing amazing things. They want to be a part of it. So I think that that's a testament to us, you know, learning is if we have a good enough mission we know what we're doing, we have that clear cut purpose, then we can be able to do it also. So I really appreciate you guys talking about that today. Um, one of the last questions I'll leave with, it, it looks like you guys have a relationship with President Bush. So I wanted to see, you know, how did that originated and how that experience was meeting him? Well, we've been fortunate a number of celebrities, if you will, have worn uh, John socks, but uh, former President George H.W. Bush, George, President Bush the Elder, um, back in 2017, we saw an article and a picture about how he liked to wear crazy socks. And what do you say? I, I want to send him socks. John said, let's send him some socks. So we sent him a box of socks. And a while later, we heard back from his office saying, the president loved that. Can we get more? We sent him more socks. He then sent John socks and they exchanged letters. Uh, and then on World Down Syndrome Day um, in 2018. And when is World Down Syndrome Day? On um, March, um, March 31st, in the day is World Down Syndrome. March 21st. President Bush tweeted out a picture of him wearing John's Down Syndrome superhero socks. And he thanked his friend John. And, and here's a connection. President Bush signed the Americans with Disabilities Act, which changed the world for millions of people. 
And John is a beneficiary of that. Um, then a short while later, his wife passed away, Barbara Bush passed away. And the office called and asked if we could send socks for the president and the family to wear to honor her commitment to family literacy. So we sent these book socks that was made by one of our suppliers. Guess what we didn't know? The day of her funeral, the president was not talking to the press. The only communication he had was to send out a picture, to tweet out a picture of the socks he wore from John, mm -hmm. which led to both lots of attention. But think how cool that is. And my son connected with the president on his time in need. How, how special was that? You liked that, didn't you? I do. It's, it's truly remarkable. And I'm repeating myself because everything you guys are saying, you know, is, is spot on to where it's, you know, you guys have been there, done that. And for someone who's looking to, you know, learn, hey, what could they do to maybe change it? You know, how could they take where they're at? You know, and I know in my case, I was in the military. When I got off the military, there was certain things that I thought were wrong with me. And instead, it's, you know what, I have extreme OCD to where I laser in on certain things, definitely if we're working, don't touch my desk. I'm one of those, you know, if you move my pen, I'm like, Hey, did you move my pen? And I just noticed those things because when I was in the service, it was one way, you know? So it was kind of like learning as a person, you know, and like we said, people with disabilities, um, it's difficult veterans, you know, deal with the same certain things where it's like getting migraines per se, you know, and me, and it's like, I got to put these glasses on, get out of the room to learning where it's like, hey, maybe everything with me is because of what's wrong. You know, I have migraines. Okay, well, let's figure out how to fix it. You know, um, it also went down all the way to where I eventually had to work with myself and say, hey, you know, what is wrong? I, I got out of that environment. Now I'm going into civilian sector and I'm not able to relate with people probably because I'm more transactional to where I try to extract that value and learn from you. So if not, you know, socially, I don't know how to connect with people if, if there's not that mutual ground, you know, so I really appreciate you guys, you know, talking and it allows us to see, you know, like you said, assess our strengths, figure out what we're good at. People with disabilities, definitely, you know, they, they excel in one way or form and we got to be able to promote them and get them to acknowledge that, hey, you can be able to do it. So I really thank you guys again. Last thing I'm going to leave you with here is what would you tell somebody right now who's currently working on themselves to recalibrate their mindset so they can achieve starting their business if that's what they would like to do, you know, listen to John's story and be able to take action on becoming something better? Well, I can offer something and John will offer some ideas too. Um, you know, part of it is decide where you want to go. Decide what you believe you want to be and then set out to get there. It's a mindset, but it's also a journey. You're gonna keep getting there. But in the simplest way, you can change your life today by just taking one step. We wind up in trouble when we say we believe in one thing, we wanna do one thing, and you act a different way. Just bring it in line. and. And to me, you can kind of group people in two groups. One group are always going to tell you 
why it can't be done, why it's so hard, of all the things you got to do before you get started. And the other group just roll up their sleeves and say, okay, how are we going to get this done? How are we going to make this happen? That's the group you want to be in. Boom, exactly. Right? That's it. You know, you, it's, you know, it's the end of the game. You know, you've got that Kobe Bryant poster behind you. It's the end of the game. And there are people on the court saying, don't pass me the ball. Don't pass me the ball. And there are other people. I want that ball. Right? That's where you want to be. And what exactly. advice do you have for people? My advice, follow your heart. Follow your dream. Work hard. So you can do. Right? John, John shows there's no excuses. Just go do it. Absolutely. And, and I love how you said that. There's two types of people. You either take action and do or you don't, you know, and, and I know with me starting my podcast, I heard that and it was strange. Someone said, you know, why are you doing this? You know, uh, oh, for instance, it was it was something at the time they said, hey, do you watch Netflix? And I said, no, I don't watch any Netflix. You don't watch any Netflix. And I was like, no, I'm always doing something. If I'm going to college, finishing up my degree right now. If I'm not doing that, I'm with the wife. We have a daughter now. If I'm not doing that, I'm reading books. I'm starting the podcast. Why do you want to do that? Why do you want to have your own business? And I said, why not? And they kind of looked at me differently that day. And I said, hey, it's, it's about what you want. You know, and I said, in my, in my life, you know, I've took the orders being in the military. I've had those leaders where it's, you're really challenging what they say, because you're just seeing the inefficiencies. And you're like, hey, I don't want to do that to learning in ourselves. I have all the intangibles to be a great leader. Why don't I do it myself? Having our own business, having a podcast gives you that platform. So for me, it was, you know, coming over that limiting belief is that's what a lot of people deal with is, you know, people saying they can't do something, they can't do it. You know what? You can't. If you want to say you can't do it, you can't. Like, we want, we no want around it. We once got asked a question by a high school student. It's really quite profound. He asked us, who did we need to get permission from to do this? And, and you know the answer, nobody. Exactly. We don't do anything. And we, everyone's why have to remind ourselves here. We can do anything. Anything we want to do, we can go and do. Don't ask permission, just go and do it. Um, but that's, you know, we frequently, you, know, you, you learn who's our biggest, our biggest obstacle and limitation is just ourselves. Right? It's, and everybody has ideas. There's no shortage of good ideas out there. It's the, it's the execution that counts. It's the ability to say, okay, I'm gonna do this. And, and just taking that first step. And, and I love that, you know, it's, it's doing that. And for some people, that's the hardest thing to do is take that first step. I knew for me, and it was kind of funny, um, I said this once on the show, is I never really thought of it that way. You know, I kind of thought it either with me or against me. And then I seen something, a video, someone was talking about Limb Biscuit, and that's right in my era, you know, so it was either you hate them, you love them, no in between. And I said, that's exactly what it is for our message, you know, is it's directly verted to one particular group of people. In my case, you know, people who are working on themselves to be better. You either want to do that or you don't. And, and like we said earlier, you know, if you say can't, you're not going to be able to do it because you already have those thoughts in your head. But once you say, how can I do it? What can I do? You know, what kind of steps could I take every day? 
maybe it's getting up, making my bed. Maybe it's, you know, creating that one small habit like you guys obviously did um, that changed the game for you. So last thing I'll say um, for, for <laughs> the last thing for sure this time is John, um, where could anybody find you if they want to be able to support your guys' mission? They want to hear you speaking again, you know, and be able to follow you, brother, and your inspirational story. Ellen, where can they find us? I'll, I'll go at, at johnscrazysocks.com. Johnscrazysocks.com. Um, and, you know, understand, when you buy from us, you're helping us hire people with different abilities. You're helping us give back. But most of all, you're spreading happiness. Um, and if you go there, you can get, you can contact us. If you'd like us to come and speak, you, there's a link there for speaking engagements. Um, there's a link there to join John's dance party. He has an online dance party every Tuesday afternoon. That's three awesome. o'clock, right? Three o'clock right. Eastern time. Um, and we're on all the social media platforms. So, and if somebody wants to talk to us, just reach out, send us an email at at service at johnscrazysocks.com and we'll be glad to have a conversation with you. Thank you so much for having us on your show. We really appreciate it. This is a great conversation. Thank you again, Mark and John. Thank I you. really appreciate you guys um, for this today. I know I needed it because it's something that I've been, you know, working at, but it's always great to see somebody who's been there, you know, and, and like it, limiting beliefs, people saying, you can't do it. John clearly did it. And he's showing every single day the actions you guys do, the follow-up emails after the purchase. It's it's taking care of, you know, you guys have that mission. You care about your customers. You turn them into clients. And now you guys are able to spread positivity and happiness, like you guys said. So thank you again for coming on. I appreciate you guys so much, Mark and John. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Perfect, gentlemen. Yo, I appreciate y'all for tuning in today. And if this podcast has helped you in any way, if it allowed you to put some tools on your tool belt, if it allowed you to open, expand those horizons, drop a five-star rating and leave an honest review. That way we can see how the podcast has helped you and how this podcast allowed you to get to the next level. Now, with the winner's paradigm, I'm gonna roll out some tools to be able to help you guys get to that next motherfucking level. First thing's gonna be tattoo aftercare. I go with Lucky 13s. Lucky 13's Tattoo Aftercare allows me to have my tattoos popping, be vibrant, allows me to express myself up to the fullest so I can be able to have that confidence to do whatever I as I please, right? So you're definitely going to want to check out Lucky 13's Tattoo Aftercare. Promo code is Lundizzle. Get 25% off. It's a no-brainer if you want to look good. Now, if you're looking to build a dominant brand in 14 days or less, my man Zach Babcox, an expert in this podcasting game, you're going to want to check out Podcast Power Moves Academy, Podcast Powertrain. You can't go wrong. Now, if you're looking to gain more clients for your business and gain some passive income, my man Aaron Davis at the Urban Astronauts, links also in the description, you can click on that. What he's able to do is garnish you more clients for your business and be able to allow you to make more money. So if I, I'm you, I don't know why you would want to make more money, definitely go on and check out Urban Astronauts. Now, if you're a podcaster who's looking to book and schedule guests onto your podcast, definitely check out Podmatch. I know that's something us podcasters deal with and it gets tough. So you're definitely going to want to check that out if you want to make your life easier. I've been doing it. It's a no brainer. 
Now, if you're looking into plant-based medicine, but you don't know where to start, Rafa 180 is perfect. You can call them up, let them know what you're interested in. Um, hey, I need CBD to go to sleep, for instance, and they're going to be able to guide you with that correct product that's going to help you out for your needs. So definitely call Rafa 180, links in the description. Check out their website to see what kind of products can be able to change your life. Now, if you're looking for video content or laser engraving, you're going to want to hit up my man, Eric Allen Media. We actually had him on the show. Wonderful guest. He's an expert in doing video content and laser engraving. Man does phenomenal work. He's going to knock your socks off. Definitely check him out. Now, if you're looking into credit repair, business credit, life insurance, 401k rollovers, small business consulting, tax services, retirement planning, immigration services, business funding, or financial literacy classes, A-plus Financial Solutions is for you. I'm going to drop them down below in the description. They're doing so much out there for their community, expanding horizons. If you want to get to that next level, don't know where to start, A-plus Financial Solutions is where you're going to be able to be. Now... For me, um, if you go to the winnersparadigm.xyz slash contact, you can be able to fill out a little inquiry there. Let me know exactly what you need, any questions you have, and I can direct you. I can let you know, hey, this is someone I have in my network who's going to be able to take care of you um, and set you up for success. So definitely fill that out. I'll take some time to be able to help you with whatever your needs are, and we can get you to that next level. As always, this is your boy, Alundis. It was a pleasure speaking every day. Um, I love being on the show, giving you that raw content, giving you those stories that actually matter, people who've been there, done shit, so you know exactly people understand where you're coming from. Keep fucking working every single day. You got this.